I'm Jackie. And I'm Kelsey. And we're movie critics. <laughs> and we just watched American Pickle. An American Pickle. <laughs> I think there's an N at the front. An American Pickle. Is, yeah. You know, I'm not 100% sure on that. That might be correct. I was just calling it American Pickle. <laughs> there is. I'm like 99% sure. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Um, but anyway, so the pickle movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we watched an American Pickle. It has Seth Rogen in it, and it's an HBO original movie, mm-hmm. HBO Max original. Um, it's about an immigrant worker at a pickle factory, and he's accidentally preserved. Like he falls into the pickles, and he's accidentally preserved for a hundred years, and wakes up in modern day Brooklyn. So, yeah. It's 88 minutes long. It stars Seth Rogen. He plays um, the main character who's the immigrant worker that's back from like 1920. And then he also plays his great grandson who's in present day Brooklyn. Yes, correct. They are both. So, Jackie, yeah, what did you think? Both Seth Rogen. Yeah. So, I'm kind of medium on it. I didn't like love it, but I was sort of entertained in some parts. Like, I was kind of like, what is this? Like at first, (laughs) I couldn't really figure out like where it was going, what it was doing. But there were definitely some parts that I really laughed too. So like, I mean, I'm just kind of, you know, medium on it. I wouldn't say passionately like I didn't like it or I super did. Um, Seth Rogen playing both parts was pretty cool and he really was good and the cgi or whatever they did to do it was like good it seemed really real like to me at least um and it was it's like i don't know i thought it was weird how like the 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 set the seth rogan character that was like present day was like all clean shaven and i was like that's not seth rogan like at all like it didn't even feel like to me that it was Seth Rogen because he's usually so like scruffy you know what I mean yeah and like he he's always that kind of like you know dry humor kind of you know just kind of being sort of a jerk to everybody and so I don't know it was kind of a serious role I don't know but not all the time I don't know I'll tell you what I thought what do you think I thought the like the first twenty minutes were interesting, uh-huh. and then I thought like the last twenty minutes were interesting, and the middle was just kind of dragging on. Yes, and that's a good way I, to put it. I was I was bored at a few points, and also I don't know if it's my my like people around my age might understand this, but I am so scarred from Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan playing both parts. <laughs> That I feel like watching this, all I could pay attention to was how they did the camera ang- angles. And in certain scenes, I just remember constantly thinking, oh, that's definitely not Seth Rogen's back. Like, I can tell they're actually <laughs> using a different actor there. And, yeah. then, and so I was thinking about that the whole time. And it was really frustrating me. But I mean, all in all, they did do a good job, obviously, of making it look like uh, he, he was both characters. And they had to use some CGI in the scenes where both of them are in it which was pretty cool, but definitely overall, I'll never watch this movie again. I maybe laughed a couple times, but yeah, I mean, go for it if you want, but (laughs) yeah, that's, I I wouldn't recommend it really. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's really weird. I wouldn't say that I just flat out didn't like it, but I would say at the same time that I was also kind of bored. The middle gets a little weird. There were funny mm-hmm. parts where they were kind of making fun of America, making fun of like New York, where, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. an artisanal pickle maker working on the streets of Brooklyn could become like this huge social media star just because they make pickles. And it was kind of funny because it's so true. And then like, he's obviously from 1920s, so he's like really not, uh, I don't know what the correct word would be, but like. Um, up to date on the social norms of today where like he you know like he he does he calls gay people sodomites he says a bunch of very controversial stuff that yeah very satirical super controversial and it was kind of funny though because 
like totally half of like half of the crowd would hate him and half of the crowd would love him and 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 be chanting have you ever thought about running for office (laughs) it was definitely making fun of today's day and age where we're at with politics and yes who's running our country and yeah like i i really found that really funny i mean i got a good chuckle out of that because it's just like wow that's really more accurate than it should be but like and it's just because this everything is so split down the middle it's so annoying it's like we can't ever agree on just one little thing anyway Mm -hmm. but yeah it was I definitely did laugh but the middle I was just like where is this going and I feel I totally feel the same thing like I was always watching going that's a far away shot and the left one is not Seth Rogen like Okay, I'm glad I wasn't Yeah, anyone. No, I totally got it too. And then there's a lot of like, um, they do the over the shoulder um, camera work where it's like the one that, that is not, whose face is not in the scene, um, they're, they're put it over his shoulder so you only see like the back of his head. So it doesn't matter if it's see? Seth Rogen yeah. or not. And so it's very like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to where it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like a little too much because like in the Mm -hmm. conversation, it's like one talks, then it switches to the other one and he talks, then it switches to the other one. So I don't know. It definitely was kind of distracting, but like the the two um, characters were like really different. And I feel like Seth Rogen Mm -hmm. did a good job. Like it was. Yeah, I love Seth Rogen. Yeah, he's he's cool. He's funny. He's so funny. And it actually is like a little <laughs> bit sweet at the end, but it's still kind of weird. <laughs> it is. And I mean, the one thing it does have going for it right now is the fact that, I mean, yeah, there's so much to watch, but everyone's literally finishing Netflix. So yeah. if you're bored, you know, and you just want like a good laugh with, you know, some heartwarming family stuff. Uh-huh. Give it a give it a watch. It's not like you know life changing or anything, but it it you know all in all was kind of a cute story. And I was sitting there going, okay, I mean they've made this movie so many times. It's like Kelsey, you probably never seen it, but like Encino Man back in the nineties with Brendan Fraser, where he's like frozen and then he wakes up, you know, like a hundred years later, and then there it's not a new concept you know the only thing is i almost felt like seth rogan was making fun of that concept because this guy straight up fell into a huge thing of pickles and you know maybe but you're right i mean it's not necessarily an original concept of someone being you know preserved and then coming back years later right and they do sort of that all happens like really fast in the beginning so it's like Oh, okay. So now he's waking up all of a sudden. I mean, within the first 15 minutes, I did like that it was only 88 minutes because I was like, well, if I'm going to be bored, I'm only going to be bored for 90 minutes. Um, And so I did look up, try to look up some like Jackie facties. I didn't really find a whole lot. Um, I think that the director and the writer, it's both of their like first big project. So I like, and it wasn't, you know, Seth Rogen, he was a producer, but he wasn't like, you know, one of the writers or anything. So I don't know. I just was like, is, you know, I saw his friend Evan was on, unless it was a different Evan, because you know how they do everything together, the two of them. His name was on there too. So oh, really? I, I don't remember if that was under producers or what, but I don't I mean, know who this Evan is, but I'm sure that's Oh, Evan correct. is his friend correct. who he did, he did super bad with and everything. Oh, like and he writes actually, with him? Yeah, and um, the the characters in Superbad were based on them, like in college, basically. Oh, oh that's okay. why the that's why the Michael Sarah character's name is Evan. Oh, and, anyway, little side story wow, there. Wow, you have got some major facties about <laughs> Superbad, and I did not know any of those. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, which movie are we doing this week? Just kidding. <laughs> Actually, that kind of makes me want to watch Superbad. And, like, that's a movie that is worth watching again. Um, this one is kind Sober. of not. But it's not, like, a total waste. I mean, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's entertaining enough. It's you don't have to sit and follow it, like, word for word. Which I kind of like that sometimes. Like, not all movies have to be, you know, the be-all, end-all, greatest movie of all time. Yeah. And sometimes they're just like entertainment value. And if you laugh a little, you know, then and, then there yeah, you go. I, I don't I don't think this movie was trying to be that either. You know, I don't think it's trying to like win an Oscar. 
no <laughs> no I I mean I guess I don't know it seemed like it had like the critics really liked it like I think it had like in the 70s percent on Rotten Tomatoes um but you know that doesn't always say a lot I mean it's like we're also the critics and we're giving it like a medium yeah we're giving it like, like a, what critic oh and like I'm always like those critics that <laughs> the critics on I it just anything Rotten Tomatoes I'm always like did they see the same movie and it's like they're so pretentious we are just gonna be critics who are not pretentious and we're like look we enjoyed it or we did it we're not <laughs> I feel like we're that we're a good voice of the average viewer we're not artsy fartsy but we do like seeing those movies as well yeah we all you know we just like to watch different things there's nothing wrong with that yeah because like I will never I don't think get over this I was looking at one of my favorite movies from all time it's Trip Beverly Hills with Shelley Long it's so good Kelsey have you ever seen it no (gasps) oh like it is such a classic I think it's late 80s early 90s movies like it is so good and it's really funny really cute and i'm not kidding it has eight percent whoa like on itunes i was looking at it one day and i'm like eight percent like it's not a bad movie it's got a cute story it's funny it makes you know it's all about like you know loving yourself and figuring out what you want to do and you know like it's such a cute story and so like you just can't even the critics sometimes i'm like seriously s-r-s-l-y seriously you can't and I we've just... always been good about that for you listeners out there like when we do choose movies we don't really care what the rating is even if it's bad if it sounds like something we may enjoy we form our own opinions about it our totally. own opinions totally and let's just go back to the twilight movies for a minute you know one of my favorite <laughs> topics because those are also horribly reviewed and i love those movies i just watched <laughs> twilight the other day because i just felt like watching it and then i was like maybe i'll just i just do it every now and then where i just have a been sesh where like you know every night I watch one of the movies and just go through the whole thing. So it's, you know, critics, I'm always like, come on, get over yourself. But also, don't you feel like the critics are like, oh, the movie producers are paying our salaries, so we have to say we liked it? Maybe? Maybe. I don't I don't know if that's how it works. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know who actually pays their salaries, and I'm sure it's lots of different you know like websites and newspapers and stuff but like you know they probably have to play that game of well we want to give it a good review so they'll send us their next movie and then you know like all it's just like everything's a game anyway it is there's probably some underlying conspiracy behind it probably i mean the illuminati is (laughs) definitely involved yeah totes uh well on that note jack what else are you watching well okay so i watched a couple movies other movies this week i was searching around on hbo max and i found the dark knight which i have a lot of strong opinions about and i know this is usually my hot take and people usually get real mad at me but i don't really get the big deal about that movie like heath ledger is amazing there's no doubt about that he's fantastic he like you know i don't know if he would have won the academy award if he hadn't died tbh i don't know if that's a hot take but he was amazing but the rest controversial topic yeah and just the rest of the movie i just like roll my eyes the entire time christian bale is batman and that voice it is so cheesy i want to barf it is too cheesy you're right i totally agree that the only good thing about that movie is Heath Ledger and he does an amazing Joker he really does like he's I mean he's amazing and R.I.P. and R.I.P. for real rest in peace hashtag R.I.P. big time but like I was watching it I actually rewound it in one scene because like I forgot that Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it and she plays like the love interest kind of and she's like talking to Alfred in one of the scenes and I'm not kidding Kelsey she looks at the camera like (laughs) and I was like did I just see that right what just happened there I rewound it I was like she looked at the camera what is this come on Maggie I mean 
I don't like I need to look online and see if anybody else has ever talked about this. People love this movie so much. They act like it's the greatest movie of all time. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's just not. Like it's it's okay. And it was entertaining in parts. And Heath Ledger was great, but it was too long. There were too many plot points. It was just like, you know, a lot. So anyway, <laughs> that's what I wrote down about The Dark Knight. Because oh. I'm always like pulling it up and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to watch it again. And maybe like this time I'll get it. And I don't. I never get it. I'm like, nope, way overrated. <laughs> it's just as usual. It just literally makes me <laughs> so passionate about Twilight. <laughs> and then you're so passionate about... <laughs> about the dark knight being bad i mean not bad but anyway yeah yeah, that just made me crack up literally back to back i know it's just (laughs) like you know i'm not saying that the twilight movies are the best movies ever made i'm saying i enjoy the story okay (laughs) and the dark knight is a little overrated yeah it like i just feel like it totally is and people get so mad at me when i say that i'm just like i don't get it and they like want to fight me over it if I ever put it on Soshmead. So I'm just like... Well, this is going to be out there for whoever, so don't come at I mean, I mean, I guess... Look, we're all entitled to our own opinions, okay? And yeah. it's kind of like... Okay, it's like that movie about Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, the movie was just okay. But Rami Malek was a maze. So it's like, yeah. you can't... But, like, a, a really good actor cannot carry an entire movie. Like, it's... It, you can't just make it's like oh the movie is great it's still gotta be a decent storyline it still does and i'm like bohemian rhapsody was was entertaining and it was fun but the plot was a mess and i was like what is even going on i'm i'm confused like <laughs> well and back to the dark knight let's be real everyone knows that marvel does a way better job at those movies than dc comics has done uh, yeah so... for for like the last yeah like in recent times and I like I don't know if there's any I don't know if I'm like I'm just not really into superheroes like I kind of am like I like the old Batmans with Michael Keaton from the 90s and um but you know I just like the thing that kills me honestly the thing that puts it way over the edge it wouldn't bother me at all if we could do without that Christian Bell Batman voice like yeah, I want to die. It's right. so cheesy. It's just it ridiculous. Really it is the most, I just, it's like the cheesiest thing I've ever seen. And I just, you know, anyway. So I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I gave it another shot and it's a hard pass. I'm like, you know, no. Um, the other thing I watched, I did watch that movie, The Last Husband on Netflix with um, the one I talked about last week with Josh Duhamel. It was really cute. It's a cute little rom-com. Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, it's it's like, I feel like it's, I mean, I don't know if this is a compliment or not, but it's kind of like one of those Hallmark movies where it's like, you know, there's going to be like a cute, happy ending and there's not any like serious drama. You know, it's just kind of like, oh she's finding herself and oh the guy's so cute and I don't know it was it was definitely definitely really cute the other thing I watched that I really really enjoyed was Harriet have you watched that no I have not I'm writing it down now so it is also on HBO Max it's about Harriet Tubman and I don't know if we've really discussed if we're going to curse, but like what I wrote down is, I don't want to say it because I don't want <laughs> but it's like <laughs> boss A, A. B. <laughs> like, and I think everybody can figure out what I'm saying there. She was the total boss. And I was like, this is amazing. Boss Atlas boobies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That movie, okay, so this, it is, like, obviously a very important story, and it's historical, and that's one of the things that's, I always enjoy that about movies, when it's entertaining, and I learned something, and I felt like I learned a little bit. It's a true story, obviously, Harriet Tubman, and she was a boss. She was so bad A. I was like, I want to be her friend. Like, I want to go to her 
like grave and put flowers on it i was like she was amazing hashtag feminism hashtag feminism for real and she did all this as a black woman back in the day like way long time ago when women didn't really do stuff like that so yeah i was just like felt so empowered i was like oh man that was good and so it is about slavery um of course which is pretty upsetting always to watch it wasn't as bad as like um remember like 12 years of slave was like really hard to watch there were definitely parts of this movie that were tough to watch but it was um not really as like graphic um yeah you know it was some of it was kind of implied and it's just it's so horrible and I honestly like when it comes to movies like that like about something horrible like slavery or the holocaust I'm always like I don't I almost don't want to watch it because I know it's going to make me sad but then like I do and then I'm like Mm -hmm. oh like showing how people you know overcame it and how they they were able to deal with it and honestly I was sitting there going okay she did all this stuff and fought slavery and walked through the Pennsylvania wilderness miles and miles to try to free herself from slavery and I'm complaining about sitting in my house watching movies all day like yeah (laughs) it made me be a little bit like okay uh things could be a lot worse Jackie you need to just like you know so it was also kind of kind of that kind of deal um but it's it's really really good I really enjoyed it and it was like I couldn't take my eyes off the screen like I didn't pick up my phone the entire time I was not bored at all you know and so it's it's really good and it's an important it's an important story um yeah i want to watch that for sure i'm gonna watch it this week it's good and i'm gosh like slavery i'm always just like i always think and i i always think what if i grew like was raised in that time and i and i sit and like obsess over do i think that i would be like that like, is that so, I don't know, it's just morbid of me to think, but I just really... No, it's terrifying. Really feel, I'm like, I just really feel like it doesn't matter when I was around that I would never be able to watch somebody treat another human being like that. I just, but I don't know. It's like when you're raised in it and it doesn't mean it's okay, but it's it's like, I, oh, it stresses me out because I'm like, what well, if someone I wasn't? had to speak up, you know, for some, for change to end up happening? It's just, it's just crazy. It is crazy, and there were lots of people that, um, like, in the Underground Railroad, which learning about it in school, I always pictured it as an actual Underground Railroad. It was right. not. It was definitely not. But there were plenty of white people involved who helped them, who were like you know, I can get you across this border and then you go to this guy and talk to him and he'll help you, you know, like, and they were totally like trying to help them, you know, get out. Cause this was even after I think the, the amendment had been passed, but like all the freaking idiots in the South were like, no, I bought you, you belong to me. It's just, it's awful. Yeah, it is awful. It is awful. Yeah, and don't worry, we know white people do not get the credit for ending slavery. Oh, no, totally not at all. (laughs) No, not at all. But I'm like, I'm always a little bit like, okay, at least there were some that, you know, were, you know, not going to do all that. I don't know. And then there were anything. I feel like there's some decent people and some, you know, terrible people. Right. And and they just, yeah, the, the terrible people, it just becomes like the status thing. And then it's like, they it's a pride thing. And then it just gets way out of control. There's people in the middle who just do nothing about it. You know, because it's like, you don't want to ruffle feathers either way. And that's not good either. No, it's not. And I just, yeah, like, it's just, it's such a hard, it's a hard thing to see. But it's, you know, it's a part of our, it's a part of our past. And I think it's something that we should all it brings watch. awareness to what yeah, happened and learn about because it was just 
just awful but yeah so she went on so then of course I was googling Harriet Tubman and there's all these things about like where she literally like um she did like when the civil war started she was like a spy for the union army she like did all these boss things to like help however she could like she was like look I was a slave so I know how to act like one and so she would go and be a cook and listen to what the confederate soldiers were saying and then send it back to the union army so they would know and she like led this whole raid I don't know all the exact words but like she's one of the few women who have ever led a raid like that in like a major American war and this so this was like early 1900s I'm like when was the civil war and like that would be a big deal for a woman to do that now and she did it 100 years ago like yeah it's just it's so cool I'm like oh man she's a hero she's a shero and honestly they've talked about putting her on like a a dollar bill some Um, bill and I am so down for that let's get that going we need a woman on there and a black woman would be even better. It's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Yes, wow. yes, queen with the hands raised. Yes, queen, <laughs> as I lift my arm and snap. No, I know. And I'm I'm totally just sitting here like with my palms up. I'm just like, ah, <laughs> like the emoji, well, you know? <laughs> I feel like I have way less to say about what I've been watching. Okay, um, sorry. I always have way too much to say about everything. Sorry. No, 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 don't be sorry about that. We balance. Balance. Yeah. But like <laughs> I've I'm like, oh, I've still been watching Broad City. Um Hey, and they're like, boss A B too. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Hashtag feminism's there too. Yes. Um, and then I also finally started Shameless season ten. Oh yeah. We're big shameless fans here. I think we've talked about it on every episode so far. Maybe, yeah. But... Oh man, I love a good so, shameless. Yeah. Watching season ten so I can catch up on that. Mm-hmm. Um I did also write down what I want to watch. Oh, um, yeah. Did you ever Academy? Sorry, say it again. Netflix? Did you ever watch The Umbrella Academy? No, I have not watched that. Have you? Yes. And it was it was good. Really good. And I'm really? not huge into superhero stuff either. I mean, I might like it a little bit more than you. I'm not sure. But it's basically these seven kids are, well, these seven babies are born all of a sudden. Like the moms aren't even pregnant and all of a sudden seven well it's more than seven but multiple people like women around the world all of a sudden give birth to these superhero babies basically oh. and this rich this rich guy adopts seven of them but there's more you find oh, out that that's not like a spoiler good. or anything yeah yeah and so then he raises them and now it's about like them as adults all kind of off doing their own thing and they all have these superhero and superpowers but they're trying to like stop the world from ending basically uh-huh and it has Ellen Page in it. Um, hashtag lesbian. <laughs> it, but no. <laughs> but no, it, it was really good. And season two of that is out on Netflix now. So I know a lot of people have been oh, watching that. But yeah. I haven't watched it yet. You know, I, I, I could never really tell what it's about based on like the little previews. And I was like, is it sci-fi? Because I really have a hard time with sci-fi stuff. I do like, um, I don't mind superhero stuff. If it's a good story, I like it. You know, um, I mean, you know I, how yeah. I love Harley Quinn. She's like my girlfriend. I wish. Um, I think you'd get into this. Well, and more so, I just love Margot Robbie. Um, she's totally my girl crush. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I would, you know, I could get into it. So is it kind of like X-Men? Because isn't that like kind of the story of X-Men where it's like they're all over I the place so. and then they go live at like the X-Men's house or whatever, like the Professor X or whatever? My friend Anthony described it as, and I think he did say X-Men, X-Men. He said X-Men, like, but if Tim Burton were to do it, kind of. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, I thought that was a pretty interesting way to describe it. But yeah, really good. Good story. Well, that's cool. And I, I obviously, like, I get into the movies where it's like a whole different world, you know, like Twilight is kind of like that, like Harry Potter. It's like this whole other like world of existence mm-hmm. in these books you know or shows or whatever so I do kind of get into that where it's mm-hmm. just like everything's hashtag diff <laughs> yeah and the, the seven main characters in this they're all like super different you know they 
their different ethnicities even one's still a young boy because he's like a time traveler and like anyway it's just it's just crazy i recommend it best show whether you're into superhero stuff or not i think you should give it a try okay cool i will give it a try anything else you've been watching no that's really about it um i i I I was gonna say i also started i watched two episodes of the world's most wanted did we talk about that last week that i started it or i don't remember but we did i we said something about it i think we just said that i wanted to watch it and it's actually really interesting like it's it's like worldwide stuff that everyone should know and nobody knows. It's kind of weird. Like how, like in the first episode, they talk about a guy, like a, a Mexican drug lord who is as bad as, what's the big one that they've caught before? El Chapo? El Chapo. Yeah. Like just as bad as him, but way mm-hmm. less well known. Like just as bad, just as powerful and he has always managed to stay under the radar and he's still never been caught. They've been chasing him for like 30 years. And then the second episode was about um, the guy who basically started um, the, the stuff in Rwanda where I didn't really know very much about this. Cause wasn't it, I think it was like in the eighties, but it was like one tribe of people just started this campaign against another tribe of people. And they just like, killed them all like it's basically like a holocaust and yeah this guy started it he you know was kind of like the the poster man for it and and he's i think at the end maybe they said that he actually was caught and that he died but like he eluded capture for like 30 years and it's like the entire world was looking for this guy FBI, you know, every country everywhere was like, we got to find this guy. And he hid for 30 years. Like, I've, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, those stories are fascinating because, like, how? Yeah, like, how? <laughs> I can't even hide from my mom when she's trying to get in touch with me. <laughs> well, that's impossible. She's got you on fine, my friend. I know. That's true. I know. It's like, I can't even, you know. But um, the the third episode, which I looked at, um, I haven't watched it, but it was like the little synopsis. I want to say that she was like, she was working with ISIS or something like, and it's a woman who was like, one of the really, I don't know if it was ISIS, I can't remember. Um, Hashtag not feminism. Yeah, hashtag. I'm like, Rahud. Um, But it's like, not only is she like, you know kind of the mastermind behind like a lot of people dying she's a woman you know it's like even more interesting because it's like usually women don't do stuff like that not always most you know major crimes are performed by men but not always that is for sure um yeah but anyways that's that's all i've got i would i would say give those episodes a watch it's only five episodes and they definitely are like an hour each but it is interesting and it's like how do I not know about this I felt like that both episodes right yeah how do I a lot of a lot of true crime stuff I'm like how have I never heard of this oh yeah I just saw okay so I just saw a um, commercial today or like a an ad on entertainment weekly and it was um class action world I want to say there was like some amusement park like in new jersey that like all these people died at (laughs) what like like it looks really interesting and i was like oh this is right up kelsey's alley because she works at an amusement park um it's like he it was somewhere in new jersey and it was like all of his stuff was designed so poorly that literally people would just like fall off of it and die like a lot and he couldn't get He couldn't get an insurance company to agree to insure him. So he created his own insurance company and insured himself. (laughs) Well, after like one person died on something. Yeah. I don't think I'd get on it. No, for sure. And, but this was also, I think it was the eighties. And so it was like information did not move as quickly. True. But I thought you were going to say way earlier than that even yeah i mean that does seem kind of late i mean and obviously it became an issue and i hope it's not still going but so like i was like i totally (laughs) want to watch that i hope that place isn't still open 
There's no way. I mean, if it is, then they've clearly gotten their S together. For real, we're going to have to ask our uh, New England expert, my stepdad, Keith, if he knows anything about it. I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah, he knows everything. Yeah, kind of. I know. So, um, yeah. So what do we have in pop culture? You have anything? I mean, I know you wrote down a few things, so I'll let you take most of it. But I did write down that Dancing with the Stars announced the pros. We do like to watch Dancing with the Stars in the midst of our Bachelor season. We do. Um, And, I mean, we like a lot of the pros. Two of them aren't going to be back because they're pregnant, Whitney and Lindsay, which are, like, my two favorites. I know. I was Um, sad for you. I was like, oh, Kelsey's going to be so sad. And they both are so cute and, like, Whitney and her hair flips she's so good at the hair flip I'm always a little bit jealous but yeah I really like her but hey you know family comes first right no she she, she's literally pregnant right now so yeah um but Sharna is back and we love her too yeah I mean you used to not like her as much but (sighs) I think she's grown on you (laughs) I don't know about that she's not really my favorite but like I I don't know. <laughs> um, Sharna, if you're listening, I really like you. I mean, you're a great dancer and you're beautiful. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And I don't want to be hating on people because she is a good dancer and she won with Bobby. Um, yes. But like, I mean, did she take the last season off because of the whole hoopla no. with Bobby? Or like, what was it? There's, I don't think the reason is out there, but it sure didn't seem like she wanted to take it off. It seemed like they did not ask her back. Oh, Rahud. She's like That's one how... of the famous ones. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I could be wrong about that, but I I know that she was like excited to be back after calling her. You know, I talked to her and she said she was excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys text, I know. <laughs> yeah, no. But anyway, I mean, I'm excited for the upcoming season, but I think it's going to be intermingled with Bachelor. Like it's going to be on Mondays and Bachelor is going to be on Tuesdays. So that's going to be weird. I feel like I might be way more focused on Bachelor. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we watch Dancing with the Stars, but we don't get like super into it. Like, no, we not like we do with Bachelor, but honestly, usually there's a Bachelor person on there and we know Caitlin's going to be on. Um, yes. But I mean, I'm down with that. We're going to go from nothing to watch to a lot of things to watch. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure. fine with that. And so, like, they've kind of started, like, rehearsals and stuff, right? Because, like, they said that the married couples, which there are several married couples in the professionals on the show, that have to separate, like, because they have to quarantine from each other and, like, only be around their partner or whatever, which I was like, that's kind of rough. I don't understand that, really, because they're all part of the same cast. I know, but I think, like... Because that's what I was thinking. Whenever they have the show and they're doing the big, huge dance scenes, they're obviously all around each other. But I think it's going to be different. They're not going to be able to do all that stuff. Because if you think about it, it's like the the pro and the star are together, you know, like 24-7 yeah. at, during rehearsals. Um, and like if one of them goes and sees somebody and then somebody gets sick and then somebody else gets, you know, it's like they just there's a lot of money going into it so they have to make sure that they all stay safe and they're probably making them quarantine like not just from their spouse but like from everything like they're probably in quarantine which maybe will make them give them more practice i don't know well maybe they have to quarantine and then get tested a few times and then they'll all be i don't know i just assume everything that's filming right now is doing some sort of a bubble yeah (laughs) but you know, because like the Bachelor, obviously, back to the Bachelor. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of a lot of people are around each other, but like it, they they've all been tested and continue getting tested and are only around each other. Right. You know, like the same whatever fifty people or even less, maybe I don't know, but yeah. I don't know. It should be interesting. I mean, I'm excited to see how shows come back with all this going on, and I feel like it's gonna add a different element to um how they're ran which i don't think is a bad thing i think it's gonna be good yeah no i think there could be some positive changes that come out of it and i'm interested to see too i mean i think that that like if it does if things don't get like dramatically better than what they are in the next like couple months which i don't think it will they're gonna have to start like doing it where they're filming for like you know whatever 
Riverdale and they're all quarantined wherever they are yeah. because they want to make the show and make the money from the show. So yeah. like, and honestly, you're getting paid a lot of money. You can be in quarantine, you know, like the rest of us are always in quarantine. Well, and oftentimes they have to travel to a different destination anyway to film. So it's like, I'm sure you're right. A lot of them will just go ahead and do some sort of bubble wherever they're filming and stay in that specific location and then move when they have to. The sad part is, well, it's sad for the actors and everyone too, but like the the producers and the the people behind the scenes who have to leave their families too. Even yeah. like makeup, you don't even think about makeup artists and costume for designers. Sure. And I always, I tend to forget about them because they always say like, it's really not just the actors on the show and just like The Bachelor, it's not just the people that are on the show. Mm. There are so many people behind the scenes that you'd never see that that's their job. And if they're not able to work, they're not getting paid. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, you're right. It's not just the people who do make a lot of money. It's the, you know, kind of more average people like us, but I know. But so, okay. So I am excited (laughs) that of course Val will be coming back. He's one of my internet boyfriends, even though he's um, married, whatever. Um, But he's so hot. Um, Mm -hmm. Kelsey and I actually went to a live Dancing What the Stars show and it was so fun. (laughs) So fun. So (laughs) worth it. I would go again. No, I totally would too. And it was just, it was kind of just like an episode, not kind of like sort of, but like they just did all these really cool dances and they're all pros. So their, their dancing is like beautiful. And there was this one whole dance that was just all the hot guys being hot. And it was so awesome. <laughs> they were all shirtless and, you know, sweaty. And it was just like, oh, yeah. Because those guys' bodies, it's ridiculous. For real. It is ridiculous. But anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I love Val. So then what's the other thing? I have that uh, Shazam 2 is coming speaking at some point. Speaking of superhero point. stuff. Yeah. Speaking of superheroes. And, you know... I didn't like, you know, that movie didn't like stick with me and I didn't like love it or anything, but it was really fun. I remember like it was, it was a fun so movie. Fun. It, it exceeded my expectations big time. I feel like it did too. And also because it's a different superhero. I think that's what it is like with Superman and Batman. It's like there's been so many of those movies and honestly, Spider-Man, it's like everyone knows the story. That's what I kind of liked about like the Harley Quinn stuff that came out lately. It's like She's part of the world, but I don't know anything about her, you know? Yeah. Because then you just get this idea in your head of like, oh, Batman's supposed to be like this. And then it changes to a different actor and you're like, whoa. But I'm not going to lie. I am looking forward to Robert Pattinson as Batman. I'm Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm interested to see how that goes. But yeah, Shazam was really cute. And that guy in it's really cute. Zachary Levi, he was funny. And that other mm-hmm. little kid that's like in everything he was in. He's he was in, in it, it, and he's and, and what was the other thing? No, he wasn't one of the ones in Stranger Things, but he hangs out with them. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> they're friends in real life. I bet, yeah. Well, I think totally. they are because the kid in it, um, what's it, Finn Wolfhard? Yeah. He's also in Stranger Things, and I think they're BFFs. I actually am positive of that because I do follow them on Instagram. I was going to say you follow them on Instagram. I'm don't like, you? I'm like, I think I'm not really sure. Like they might <laughs> hang out. But, like, I saw their picture on Instagram yesterday, so I'm pretty sure. (laughs) So, okay, I have that, which I'm down for that. They haven't, like, started or anything, but they just Mm -hmm. announced that it's coming. The other one, I am excited about this, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles remake with Will Smith and Kevin Hart. I did see that, and that, I think that's going to be cool. (laughs) I think it will be, too. I love that movie, the old one with John Candy and um, what's his face? Um, Steve Martin. Steve Martin, thank you. That is like the one Thanksgiving movie that I watch every year. It's around Thanksgiving and it's like I watch it every year because it's a Thanksgiving movie and because it's hilarious. Like that's a good one. You've seen it, right? You know, I have not. You haven't seen it at all? No, and my dad 
he I think he loves that movie and he always asks me to see it. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. It's super like classic comedy, like those guys. Um, I think it was from the eighties and there it is like painfully eighties in some parts. But it's really <laughs> funny and No, I need to see it. It's a classic. Everybody knows what it's like to travel and have everything just go downhill. You know, like yeah. and I'm sure it's not as bad as like what they go through in the movie, but you know, where it's like your flight gets canceled and then you can't get your car and then you can't, you know, then you get lost yeah. and you get stuck in traffic. It's just always something. So, mm-hmm. and Will Smith and Kevin Hart will be good. Kevin Hart is always funny. Will Smith, oh, yeah. I don't feel like he's done a lot of comedy stuff. You know, he'll probably be the curmudgeon. He'll probably be the Steve Martin character, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Um, but I think that that'll be good. Um, so I'm looking forward to that and then the other thing I saw which the only thing I wrote down was why period Matrix (laughs) 4 is filming I did not know they were making a Matrix 4 have you seen have you seen the Matrix movies I have not yeah I know I call myself a movie critique and I am here not watching all these movies okay you at least need to see the first one like FRFR for real I've seen parts of the first one. I just, as a kid, I remember seeing it, but I need to go back and, and it was, watch it. It was like a really big deal when it came out, and it is a good movie. Like, you've heard the phrase, um, take the blue pill or take the red pill, probably, oh, yeah. right? Oh, you know, yeah. like, there's, there's things that have come out of that movie that were, like, game changers, kind of. And it, it is a good movie. I think I saw the second one and I don't remember it. And I don't think I ever saw the third one. Um, I don't remember that they were like amazing, that people like loved them. So maybe they, you know. I don't know. Keanu Reeves is kind of pops right now. Oh, he is. And I love Keanu Reeves. So maybe that's why they're like bringing, bringing back the Matrix. I don't know. Maybe. And because he's really good at those action movies. It's kind of what I figured out like with his career. He I mean, I know he's done some other stuff, too. But like he does. He picks really good action movies like um, those John Wick movies. I haven't seen any of them, but people love them. And apparently yeah, because right. it's just like and it's just pure action. And there's nothing wrong with that if you do it the right way. And, like, I love the movie Speed from the 90s, him and Sandra Bullock. That's a classic. And that is also basically, like, almost all action all the time. Um, So, you know, he seems, like, kind of weird in real life. But I think he's – he picks – usually picks pretty good projects. I don't know, because he did The Matrix and now those John Wick movies. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind and there's of nothing wrong with being weird in real life, you know. Oh no, I'm really weird. <laughs> oh yeah, we're so weird. <laughs> I'm a huge weirdo. Yeah, but I was gonna say, I don't know, I've probably never even told you this. Keanu Reeves in Speed probably came out when I was maybe 13, and he was like my first major crush, like movie star crush when I was a kid. Um, and so I was just in love with him when that movie came out and it was like, oh, he's cute. Um, so that's always kind of, you know, never mind. I was going to say he gave (laughs) you, uh, we'll talk about it after. If you you listen to armchair expert, you know what PQs are and I'll leave it at that. I'll tell you at the end. (laughs) Okay. I actually don't know what that stands for, but like I can guess and ew. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know if I'd go, you know, whatever. But it was like he was, he was just my first big time, you know, crush on a, on a boy from a movie. So yeah, I thought, and he, man, he is hot in that movie too with the buzz haircut. I like that. Anyway, anyway, any hoozle, that is that is all I have. I don't have any super big plans of what we could watch next. Do you? No, we can discuss and I don't know, narrow it down again. Um, hey, and listeners, if you have any suggests, yeah, go ahead and give them on the Instagram DM me. Yeah, Movie Critics JK. We've also got a Facebook group, Movie Critics JK. You can comment on there, post on the wall. Yes, um, I actually, yeah. up, I actually posted on our Twitter the other day. 
because we are a fish on Apple Podcasts. Like you guys, yeah. we are on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. And I'm not going to lie, fish. that was pretty cool when I like searched our name and I was like, oh my gosh, there's <laughs> our picture. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, it, you know, it's pretty, it's a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Aye. Aye, but, aye, aye. Well, okay. And that's yeah. another thing. So um, Kelsey and I, for the last several years, have done some sort of movie or TV show dress up for Halloween. Which ones have we done, Kelsey? We, did. we can't give away what we're doing this year. No, we're not. And I was going to tease it. That's what I was going to say. We have one okay, planned yeah. for this year, but we're not going to say what it is. We've done Harry and Marv from Home Alone. Yes. We did Jim and, Jim and Dwight from The Office. And we yes. did Pedro and Napoleon from Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. And that is our current picture right now. We also did one. I kind of also count the three men and a baby because we were three women and a baby when Lindsay and Tessa lived with us. Yeah. Um, but that's also that's kind of medium counts. But um, so, yeah, we do have one plan for this year. Um, and so you guys are just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Yes, and it's something good. It is something good. Cause we don't pick something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hey, you want to guess the movie quote? Oh yeah. Let's do it. All right. Here's the first one. I'm glad he's single because I'm going to climb that like a tree. Oh, so easy. Bridesmaids. <laughs> ooh, ooh. I was like going down the list of movies I've done already. And I could not believe I hadn't done bridesmaids because that is my favorite movie. Yes. Um, and that is okay. a solid pick. Yes. <laughs> so I went ahead and did one from it, even though I knew you'd probably get it quickly. Um, <laughs> the second one, we'll see. You might get okay. it pretty fast too. If anyone, anyone tries to hurt my new friends, I would take them out. I would make them suffer so much they wish they were never born. And if they ran, I would hump them down. Hunt them down. Oh. Oh. Say it again. If anyone, <laughs> anyone tries to hurt my new friends, I would take them out. I would make them suffer so much they'd wish they were never born. And if they ran, I would hunt them down. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble reading tonight. But That's okay. <laughs> like, honestly, that is not ringing any bells whatsoever. I'll give you another quote from that movie. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me, okay. Harsher, <laughs> harsher punishment for parole violators, Stan. Oh, duh! Miscongeniality. <laughs> we're <on> peace! <laughs> yes, miscongeniality. Okay, now that totally makes sense. And you're right, because if you, you have to pick the not as well-known quote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that has the perfect date, April 25th which also happens to be my mom's birthday and my old boss's birthday. <laughs> Shout out Aunt Deb. <laughs> yeah. All you need is a white jacket. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Oh, great movie. But- <laughs> yeah, that is a good movie. Sandra Bullock, she is just always the cutest. I wish we could be friends with her. Class act. Oh, for real. FR, FR. <laughs> well, I guess um, other than that, yeah. Oh, well, now that we're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. I mean, like, if I always feel weird when I'm like, only rate us if you're going to give us five stars. I mean, like, give us the stars that you think that we should have. <laughs> but we yeah. would like five stars. <laughs> we would like five. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's whatever. And we just, you know, we... We want people to, you know, enjoy what we're we're doing. So hopefully you're getting some enjoyment out of this. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, we're right, doing this we for you, you guys. Okay. Like you're welcome, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're welcome for listening. If you've listened this far, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. And also, hi, mom. <laughs> what else can I say except you're welcome. welcome. Yeah, that's right. that's a good one. All right. Are we done? We're done. Okay, I'll count us down. Okay. Three, two, one. Kim Kim